Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to um, this morning's pre-market trade plan live. And this is Monday, the 3rd of July. Um, so I hope you're all keeping well. You had a good weekend. Um, very, very interested to see the uh, the state of play as we closed out uh, Friday's uh, tradings. And um, we saw equity markets extend and... Um, you know, make new highs, new recent highs. And it was a very, very interesting way to, to close out the, not, not just the end of the week, but the end of the month and also the end of the quarter. And lastly, it's the half year point as well. So um, we've got exuberant markets. Um, I think we're way past resilience stage. Um, and uh, you know, markets don't work in, in isolation. Okay, uh, apologies for that, guys. Um, just had some issue there with our sound. Okay, so um, so I was just saying we've got this uh, equity bull market and we've extended new highs there on Friday. And, uh, you know, things don't work in isolation. So we look for correlations elsewhere, see what's going on. Is there is there risks building up elsewhere in the system? And we can clearly see that there is. Um, and uh, we, we're still seeing this equity bull market off the back of um, uh, still pretty sticky inflation and the fact that the Fed in the US are still going to be raising rates two more times um, in the next few meetings. Uh, so we've got this really kind of strange dynamic. Um, and I'm going to break down in a little bit more detail in just a second all the other risks that are building up in these markets. Now, it's not to say that these equity markets won't continue higher, but um, it, it's uh, you need to do so with, with your eyes open. If you go in and start buying these markets, you need to understand the context. And we we'll, we will break it down for you now. We, we've got some interesting sort of points to raise, really, uh, just to be mindful so that you do understand the dynamics in which you're, you're, you're trading these markets. So let's get straight into it. Then, of course, we'll start with our risk warning. Uh, just take a brief moment to finish yourself with our risk warning uh, currently uh, up on screen. Um, okay, so all profitable traders, you obviously need to have a means in which you you identify which markets to trade. So trade selection, very, very important. And then once you've decided which markets, you need to have a strategy which allows you to sort of get in and out of these trades. Um, a lot of traders, especially new and inexperienced traders, think that that's pretty much it. We pick the market and then we, we look to use all our indicators and stuff to get in and hopefully get out of trades. But actually, there's obviously a lot more to trading. You need to be able to have a strong handle on your exposure in these markets, hopefully prior to entry. And don't be um, don't be sort of increasing your, your risk in these trades during the trade. You could obviously move your stop loss, extend your stop loss and things like that and uh, how to manage each trade as well, trade um, trade management. 
when the market moves in favor you know what strategies do you have to in, in order to firstly remove risk secondly to um you know book in profit and trade psychology as well um all important so we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach accuracy with our levels disciplined with our capital and of course be be patient as well okay so let's have a look at is there any major news good morning everyone good to have you with us um i suppose it's worth just taking a quick step back and just having a look at the the closeout of last week because we saw some very important price action on the course of friday um we weren't really expecting such a volatile move uh, on the last trading day um and uh we had this core pce price index number and I suppose the two things to ex extrapolate from this is the fact that um you know core pce personal consumption um it's a it's a price index it's what i'd look at very very carefully to see do, are we still do we still have sticky inflation and um and we're seeing some uh positive core pce price index month on month so yes um uh inflation is still ticking higher and um however it is coming in in line with expectations and uh it has it is slightly lowering from the previous month which is 0 0.4 so it's a very very tiny step i suppose in the right direction but there is still quite sticky inflation out there and um and this is really why the Fed are looking to, to continue to raise rates. But the question is at, at kind of what cost? So we know if inflation starts ticking higher, we know the Fed have a massive problem on their hands. Um, it was like the whole transitory argument, uh, you know, a year and a half ago, where the central banks were adamant to suggest that, don't worry, um, the... Um, You know, the inflation is just transitory and be back to 2% before we know it. Well, we're still now even, you know, a year and a half down the road, we're still quite far away from 2%. We've made massive progress and we're seeing those figures improve across most economies. Um, we had a bit of a blip last last month uh, for the Australian, Canadian and, and UK economy um, with actually inflation ticking higher. Uh, with a backdrop of lower energy prices um and uh some improvements on the supply side of things however these things can come back with the vengeance and uh, inflation can tick higher very very quickly and that will be a bit of a game changer for these markets because it means that the fed up at they want to get up to 5.6 and the fed being up at those levels might not be nowhere near enough you need to get above six percent maybe seven percent we'll have to we have to see how this unfolds so we can we can look for a risk building up elsewhere just just see if there's any major news events for the day um it's a bank holiday in canada uh, north america today so um and of course tomorrow being uh, july the 4th we've got a bank holiday in the us so we can very much expect much lighter conditions than than perhaps normal over the course of tomorrow's trading Okay, um, so
so what have we got for the rest of the week? We're going to be hearing from OPEC. Um, there is a kind of an ongoing spat between uh, OPEC, largely the Saudis and the US. The Saudis blaming the US for short selling um, oil prices. The uh, and uh, threatening to um, you know reduce supply really quite significantly and uh and storing um massive tankers just off 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 the coastline um to try and slow down that supply of 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 oil and uh in order to try and drive prices higher we know the saudis do want oil prices up around 80 dollars and we're, we're a good bit off that as things currently stand so it'll be very very interesting let's just see if it's just a one day they're kind of creating a bit of a bottom um well, they've been in, in a bit of a consolidated phase for a few months now. So we either break higher, in which case there'll be a decent buying opportunity, or we break lower uh, and still continue to start selling. So um, we get the meeting minutes from the FOMC, so we get a little bit more clarity in terms of what was said by who. Um, and then it's a real focus on job numbers. So we are we're going to be getting jolt job openings still expecting around that 10 million mark so we've made a bit of progress from 11 million jobs to 10 million jobs available it's still pretty high um, so not much softening across the uh the jobs market just yet but it will come and when it comes you know the markets will have different things to deal with but um for now it's um it's, it's still really a green light for these equity markets and you do wonder what's going to slow them down um, and then we're going to close out the week with non-farm payroll numbers. So a real focus on job numbers this week, and we've got to navigate tomorrow's um, uh, much quieter markets uh, because of um, July the 4th. So today, nothing of any major concern. We've got CPI month-on-month, -month, a slight improvement for the uh, Swiss economy. And um, so we mentioned at the beginning... <coughs> So we're going to get ISM manufacturing as well at 3 p.m., which um, is contracting uh, around major economies. Manufacturing services is still sort of growing at a, at a pretty impressive rate, but um, manufacturing is is contracting, and this is likely to show further contraction, although, again, conditions might be mildly improving. Okay, so... We, we mentioned uh, risks. So firstly, um, we're, we're, we, we've made new highs on Fridays. So if you if you extrapolate, or you just zoom out a little bit, um, the highs of this market are the, the 48, 48.20. We're now at the... So we're less than, what, 370 points away from all-time highs 
but that seems to be a precarious position people talk about bubbles and uh you know fear and anxiety the, these markets can can absolutely rally we have enough sort of um wind in ourselves to to, to sort of glide up to that level it, it's not that we won't get that that particular move it's just as we said we don't have these markets moving in isolation so we want to see is there risks building up elsewhere um the the bond markets are telling us absolutely the risks are building up not only if you look at the difference between the two-year and the ten-year not only are these markets becoming more uh more volatile from a uh risk inversion oh sorry a um the fact that these markets are inverted uh so the 10-year is much risks in the 10-year are much lower than the risks in the two years so that, that over the course of the next two years we're now seeing two-year bond yields and we've got quite um an elevated move very close to recent highs uh last year's highs which was just over five percent but the invertedness of, of these markets are increasing really quite considerably so we're now kind of up at close to um, 110 basis points differential between the two-year and the 10-year. Uh, two weeks ago, it was probably around 70, 75, I think it was. Um, we've been creeping up 85, 95. Last week, we were around 100. So the dollar was weakening and the euro was strengthening.
Okay, guys, I'm, I'm so sorry. We, we seem to have some uh, some te technical issues uh, this morning. Um, we just keep losing our connection uh, for some reason. So we'll look into it shortly, but um, uh, I'm not sure how much of that you missed, but we were just suggesting that there is risks um, forming in, in these markets. And uh, it's worth, uh, that's worth looking at. So to just try and summarize then, before we put together our trade plan, we had a, a really sizable move to the upside on Friday. Uh, I'll keep an eye on the connection, guys. Make sure um, that I'm aware when, if it drops out again. So we, we made technical new highs. It's interesting to see that the, the close you know, came back below the 44, 54 level. Um, that's an interesting sort of development. Uh, didn't quite get up there as far as the... Dow's concerned, but did have a really explosive move on Friday. Again, the last day of the the week, month, uh, half of the year as well, um, and the quarter as well. Um, it was a really kind of quite impressive move, really, from the dollar, uh, from the U.S. indices. So the S&P was the only market to actually make new highs. The others not quite getting up to those levels. So we can tentatively buy them. We can tentatively sell them if we get the opportunities to do that. Um, just be mindful if you're buying things like the, the S&P, you're buying a recent high. Um, but you know, there is structural reasons to get into those trades to the upside. Uh, the FTSE, it's um, lower highs, lower lows. Um, we would be, we're not quite in the same situation across all of these markets, of course. So it looks like there could be a little bit of, there's a bit of resistance in these levels. We could get a bit of selling pretty soon. Um, sideways moving pattern for the, the, the DAX. The Nikkei is looking quite impressive, similarly to the US dollar. So really our focus has been on the US dollar and not so much on the, the, the Japanese yen, obviously. In hindsight, we could easily have had a significant focus on the yen, um, but we have been really focusing on the dollar. And, you know, we had a couple of profitable weeks back to back there. So we've, uh, you know, prior to the last couple of weeks, prices were a little bit sort of sticky and um, but uh, been able to build some, some decent trades. Uh, we've had to be really quite patient with our trades as well. Bitcoin's up at 30,000. We're not seeing much progress just yet in Bitcoin. Um, commodities, we mentioned we're going to be hearing from OPEC, so we're going to get a good good handle on, on this OPEC meeting and see what's likely to uh, to emerge. And if we get further supply cuts, they probably need to make an announcement, something in the region of kind of 2 million barrels per day. It's just will they have the economic clout to be able to do that? Um, we shall have to wait and see. Um, in the last meeting, it was like a million barrels supply cut. That hasn't been enough, really, to help the prices push higher. Um, so uh, US oil, we'll have to look at that kind of independently going into this OPEC meeting. Uh, gold, um, we've seen this market just roll over to the downside, the, the 1915 level. We'll see if um, 
if we get these prices pushing down to these lower levels, we kind of run into resistance, which is built up over a, a few days. So we, we get further down. So we're able to book in nice profit on this trade at the, the 1905. Right, so we've got this dollar strength. So I think our strategy is going to be either dollar strength or equity strength. And and that's kind of a, kind of an upside down position for ourselves at this point. So we could even have um, so we could have it even indices higher um, yen weakness um, or the US dollar or the US dollar strength. So not too dissimilar from last week's. Right, market summary, we're looking at mixed market conditions. Um, we can we can certainly look at see on Friday we, we, we had a strong risk on market condition filter through. So we had the indices the indices push higher and we had the dollar um, significantly weaken. Uh, so that was fitting together in terms of that that risk on trade. Um, we we for now still have kind of mixed conditions. So we can look at indice strength, just kind of a risk on market condition. We could also have a look at. Uh, We can look at further dollar strength. It, it, it is still elements of this kind of corrective move, which is fine. Um, so our anticipation for a little bit of sort of irregular price action uh, on Friday was um, didn't really play out. 20 great extent and, and instead these markets you know kind of finish with these kind of marabozu closes on on a especially in markets like the s p 500 so um kind of a strange trading day on friday because uh risks were building up equity like these equity markets are completely ignoring the bond markets and and they're ignoring the the, the potential strength in the dollar as well so um likely to be quite an exciting trading week again and let's see how opportunity filled it is. Right, so there's our trade plan. We can have a look for these types of trades. Just be mindful if you're trading that yen weakness, you are trading the top of the market. Um, so you'd be looking for kind of a breakout uh, to make new highs. So uh, same situation really for markets like the S&P 500. Um, whereas the, the dollar, if you're looking for dollar strength, they might get some slightly better opportunities off perhaps okay then guys on that note listen thanks very much
joining us. Um, we'll um, we'll switch rooms now. We'll uh, move to our European training session. There's elements of each narrative feeding through. Um, if you're talking about um, uh, the fact that we've got, I suppose, positive economic data, you'd have this risk on trade and it seems to be reacting in a very positive manner uh, to the PCE numbers, which are, are slightly reducing from the previous month. Um, so the market reacted in a really positive way, but we are also seeing kind of a high dollar because of quite sticky inflation. We're also seeing bond yields continue to push higher really quite aggressively and we're seeing commodities selling off. So we, that's why we've got a mixed view of these markets, uh, just for your information. Okay, so any questions, feel free to post them, of course, and we'll answer them before we close off. On that note, thanks for joining us. We do Traders Markets Live every day from 8 a.m. and again at 12.45 p.m. for the UK trading session. Um, for more information, just go to livetrading.com and uh, you can speak to us there through our, our, our website if you need. Great stuff. On that note, guys, take care. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye for now.